Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. No. Um, so the last thing I wanted to ask you about uh, before we have to wrap this up, unfortunately, we don't even have to get into the Magic game a ton, but I think the two last topics kind of tie in. That the Magic game, to me, the biggest takeaway is it's disappointing because they have a chance to w- to have the best record in the East and to be one of the best teams in the NBA. And so when you drop games like that, and you have gotten in my head about this March schedule. It's like I think about it every time I think about the Sixers. Who knows how that'll play out? But that was my main takeaway. It's just disappointing. They they played fine to start. They got a lead, like whatever. They just blew it. And it sucks because they have a chance to catch the Celtics. They have a chance to have home court advantage in the playoffs. And games like this, it's not like the NFL where if you lose a game, it's a massive thing. But little little games like this do do add up if it becomes a constant thing. So a couple of things. I think it would have been less disappointing weirdly enough if they had come out and just looked like crap to start the game and lost one of those i think the disheartening thing is that joel took the game very seriously at the start they look really good they get out to a 21 point lead and then they totally took their foot off the gas and just could not figure out how to you know turn it back on and that was that was every player on the floor like they just Mm -hmm. They totally lost sight of the game and, you know, give Orlando credit. I thought that's a game where a young team could have laid down. They kept playing hard. And when the Sixers tried to dial it back up, the magic were already at a level that was hard for them to meet. And they went out and took that game. So, you know, that was a, that's an impressive comeback for those guys that they deserve credit for. So that was number one. The other thing though, is like, you're going to lose these games. They're they're riding high. They're riding high. They had won seven straight games, including two super high emotion games at home mm-hmm. with playoff type atmospheres. I'm like borderline falling asleep during the first half of the Magic <laughs> game. That was how engaged most of us were with yeah. that game last night. And, you know, Orlando has given teams trouble. They've beaten Boston three different times, including twice mm-hmm. at Boston. They're a tricky team to deal with in the regular season. They're just good enough to punish you if you take your foot off the gas so i read almost nothing into it i i do agree with you now that the sixers are within striking distance of boston for that number one seed at least like it's in play more than i was giving it credit for yeah every loss is going to feel more painful and if they get to a point where it looks like they're going to slip out of the number two seed and then they end up with tougher playoff matchups and what have you then obviously all these are going to hurt more. I do think, though, they've earned themselves some grace that 
this is just a, a blip after a really ultra consistent run of play. But they mm-hmm. do need to walk. They do need to play at least just play three quarters and then you know rest everybody. That's the that's the ultimate way to win as a a very good team against young teams is you kick their ass for two and a half three quarters and then you're on the bench waving towels in the fourth quarter <laughs> and uh, and doing nothing at all. Well, and that to me. It's that's why my takeaway from the magic loss is actually in a weird way, a positive. Cause I think it highlights how much better they are than they were six weeks ago, seven weeks ago that they can lose a game like that. And our reaction is not, this team doesn't try hard. Where's the effort from Joel James looks cooked. They're slow. All those things. When you, when you win seven straight and to your point, you beat the nets uh, in prime time, you beat the nuggets in prime time games like this happen again. It just sucks that they had it. It just sucks. They had it and, and they ended up blowing it. So Outside of that, I mean, again, they've been playing really well recently. Number one in the East. Uh, who do they have coming up? What's what's next up? They have the Magic and the Spurs. So real oh, exciting week. <laughs> revenge, revenge game against. Uh, against but Orlando. but then, so I could pull it up real quick. But I believe after that, they have an absolutely ridiculous part of the schedule. This All is right. like the start of the. So I have it up right now. They, the they play Orlando, Orlando, San Antonio, but then it's at the Knicks, at the Celtics. Home against the Knicks at Brooklyn. They play Houston at home, which is a they should destroy them, obviously. Mm, then they play Cleveland, rocker. Cleveland, Memphis, Boston, Miami to finish February. So Jeez. that is a monster run of games. Yeah. Was it February you were always saying was a tough schedule or March? No, it's March, but February <laughs> probably has the February probably has the tougher strength of schedule. The fact that they had a tough schedule and they're on the road basically all of March. So mm-hmm. I'm going to count these up. In March, they have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 road games in the month of Yikes. March. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah. Well, so, you'll be home a lot, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, we'll be doing a lot of post-game pods. I, was I think say, it's a lot we'll of Eastern Conference of, games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, especially, uh, yeah. No, you're right. I mean... Look, I, I really think they've legit shot at the one seed. So the schedule, and it's exciting to see them go up against these good teams and see how they match up and and all those things. So, But it's a, it's an absolutely critical stretch, uh, not just because of the schedule, but how we started the pot off. Like, this is their chance to add to the roster. This is their chance to to make those final kind of piece moves to, to keep them at number one in the East. So um, I guess before we wrap this up, just any final thoughts, uh, any Sixers takes you weren't able to fire off, uh, anything like that? Nah. No, now, uh, and Eagle will, takes. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think here are my two takes. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl, barring right. a incredible performance from Mahomes, which you know, obviously, very possible. And I think, regardless of whether they win, this is a better team than the team that won the Super Bowl. I don't I, know if that's controversial or not, but I agree. I agree with 2017. All right, so. I'm going to give my first like prediction for the Super Bowl. I haven't given it on air on the GoBirds pod because this is a safe. Oh sport. man, an exclusive. Exactly. It's the last 10 minutes of the Sixers pod. So if you're listening to this, you deserve it first. And I'm 
allowed to change my mind. But if I had to pick the game today, I would pick the Chiefs to win. I, I just, I think the Chiefs are, might be better than the Eagles, maybe. But I really think what the Chiefs present is the, the things the Eagles dominate at. The, the Eagles dominate on the lines. The Chiefs have really good lines. And they also score a ton of points. So what it really comes down to is, do you think the Eagles can win a shootout against Patrick Mahomes? It could happen. I mean, we saw Nick Foles do it against Tom Brady, all those things, blah, blah, blah. I just, man, I, I really think the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points. And as good as the Eagles have been, and they're a special team, but the Chiefs can make the argument they're special too. So I I I was sure they were going to beat the Giants, like demolish the Giants. I was very confident against the Niners. The Chiefs are the first team in a while where I've looked at what they do well and looked at the matchup issues. And my initial gut reaction was, I don't think the Eagles win. I would say this. I've, Patrick Mahomes puts the fear of God in me. So yeah. that is, uh, yeah. I, he is not that guy alone, like set aside everything else. I was texting friends. Like I would take the Bengals a hundred out of a hundred times over the chiefs. Cause mm-hmm. as good as Joe Burrow is as good as their weapons are, I think the Eagles pass rush would just destroy the offensive yeah. line. And you know, that would, that would end up simplifying the game in a lot of ways. I just, I am afraid of Patrick Mahomes as a, an Eagles observer, but I, I do think they're the best team. And I think they're better than it. I think there's a pretty clear case. It's the best Eagles team ever, regardless of whether. They I, win. Dude, I think so too. I was saying this earlier. Like I think you could drop this specific Eagles team into any era of the NFL eighties, nineties, like, and they would yeah. be one of the best teams, if not the best team, just because they're so good on the lines. And that's why I do think they can definitely beat the chiefs but the Chiefs line plays an issue. But regardless, the Eagles, you know, they're an analytically driven organization. They're forward thinking. They do all these types of cool new things. What they really are is a team that just wins the way you always win. And that's just, they just absolutely crush people in, in the trenches. So yeah, I mean, I think it's the best team I've ever seen. You know, the, the Phillies team that won a hundred whatever games that got bounced early, they were pretty dominant. Um, there probably hasn't been a Sixers team that's in that conversation. But I mean, the, the, not in our lifetimes. The 83 Sixers might be the best. They're probably the best single season Philadelphia team ever. Well, that's when, when they traded for Moses Malone. Oh, they yeah, yeah, basically yeah. swept the playoffs. Yeah, that, that, they, they would they're, be they're the best single season Philadelphia team ever.